Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Down to Biscay. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome into Floor Yours, an extension of Five on the Floor here on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. You can also catch this on our podcast feed, which, of course, these days includes Red Circle, but also Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Spotify and more. That's our new deal with Fansided. So make sure you check that out. We're going to be going kind of stream to pod sometimes. Sometimes we're going to be going pod to stream. So this time, here is today's floor plan, and then we'll tell you about our sponsors. We got Brady Hawk. You can follow at Brady Hawk 305. Alex Salito, you can follow at Tropical Blanket. And Greg Sylvander, you can follow at Greg Sylvander. I'm Ethan Skolnick. Please don't follow me anywhere. All right. So basically, our sponsors tonight includes. Prize picks, use the code 5 F I V E. Get your initial deposit matched up to $100. Prize picks was just named the number one fastest growing sports company in the country. So there's a reason for that. Use that code 5, play your props. I saw people today speculating as they do every day about how many yards two is going to throw for. Well, why not bet on it? His number there is 3950. So if you believe he's going to go over in 17 games, which means you think he's going to play 17 games, then go over. I have my doubts about that, but I think he's going to have a good season. So go to Prize Picks, use the code 5, you get your initial deposit matched up to $100. Again, you put down 20, they'll give you 20. And of course, you can play MLB right now, NFL preseason, and more. If you had Deshaun Watson uh, over or under 12.5 games, I hope you went under because um, that's what turned out to happen in the NFL today. All right, the floor plan beyond that. We're going to do top five. So we are doing this off of our off the floor feed. So if you're not subscribed to that yet, it's free for the first week and $3 and five cents a week. After that, we've got almost 500 subscribers there. We take their suggestions. We give them exclusive information. They've been giving us suggestions for a lot of our top fives that we've been doing on the feed already. But today we're just going to do these rapid fire. We're going to combine them. Most of these Alex and Brady aren't even going to speak because some of these happened before either of them were alive. So Greg and I are going to have a good time today. I'm just going to go through these again, rapid fire. Okay. The ones that I think Alex and Brady again, were alive for, they should jump in on first. The old head ones, Greg, those are going to be yours. You ready, Greg? I'm giving this one to you. Got to do these quick, though. This is not two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. First five guys that come to mind. Top five big man passers for the Heat in their history. Big man passers. Bam out of bio. Oh, gosh. This is difficult. I can't think. Chris Bosh. Um, Shaq. Thank you, Alex. Yes. Thank you. Um, see, I'm not good at this. Chime in, y'all, if y'all got him. Like, no, no, we're trying to let you do it because the fact you didn't go with Shaq first is a discouraging, but go ahead. Um, Lamar Odom, he played the four. Can I, do uh, I get to include him? 
He's six ten. Um, That's good. And Josh McRoberts. There we go. Anthony okay, Mason. let's go. Anthony Mason. Uh, uh, Alex, this is yours. Remember, quick on these top five fan misconceptions. Five things that fans are wrong about. Go. Jesus Christ, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an answer. That is Top not an five. answer. Okay, all right, let's do this. Top five fan misconceptions. Justice Winslow was a bad player, right? Okay, you set me up. That's Raise your question. volume. Do that first, too. Go ahead. Top five fan misconceptions. Number one, Justice Winslow was a bad player. Okay. Keep going. Number two, um, Michael Beasley should not be brought back a fifth time. <laughs> This is just Alex just pushing his own agenda. That's it. That's all this is. I know what's coming next. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know. Sp- I'm running out of ba- Bam not shooting enough is not Bam's fault. Go ahead. Go you because you blame it on Spo. Go, all right, that's three. Go go ahead with four. All right. Um let's see. The culture's not real. Sean Marion was not a good player for the Heat. I don't know that people argue otherwise, but go ahead. You got one more. I'm literally coming up with the most <laughs> random stuff right now. Like I, I just don't even. Is that as it. far back as your memory goes? <laughs> it's pretty much. Well, now 2000, 2009. Oh six. No. Uh, all right. My last one. Uh, the bubble run was a fluke. There you go. I okay. Think, I still think one. it holds some weight, and I think Heat fans uh, have gotten so defensive against it that they kind of believe it a little bit, and they got to stop giving credence to it. All right, Brady, this one next comes on the list. I just read them as they come in. I'm not actually filtering through these. Top five cutest Heat players. That one actually came in. Then we'll go past that. All right, I, we're not going to yeah, go to this true. one on you, Brady, because because I, I can't because this one goes too far back. But I want let's put this one in our pocket. Greg, think about it for later. The top five players the Heat regrets trading. It's interesting. I don't, I don't know that we'll get five, but just uh, you think about that while I look for the next one here. I got this is very scientific what we're doing here tonight. Okay. By the All way, right, let's go to this. There's off the floor is not three dollars and five cents a week. It's three dollars and five cents a month. Just have to correct Ethan. All the oh, way back up at the top. Well, no, I raised the price. I just didn't tell anybody. No, I'm just uh, kidding. Okay. All right. Let's go with this one. Um wow. What can I give Brady here? All right. Top five heat dunks of the modern era. So we'll go from we'll go from uh two thousand six on. We'll go from what was that or Give, give, give me five. Okay. First one that came in my head, or we got to say LeBron and Jason Terry. That's probably has to be one. Okay. I'd say two, Wade on Vergeau. Mm-hmm. I feel like that has to be in there. Um, is the Wade against the Thunder? Is that Would that crack the top five? Yes. On, yes. On Perkins? Absolutely. Okay. Um, Braun over John Lucas? Okay. Or was that the one against the Bulls? Yes. Yes, okay. John Lucas. He okay. ended John Lucas the third's career, although he surfaced back with the Heat. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to let you finish without this. It's LeBron and Wade in Milwaukee. That's a that's it was a dunk, okay, right? right. A oh dunk. Okay. no, no. What no. do you mean no? It was right in front of me. I should have no. snapped that picture. Oh, it's a great it would have been blurry. It's great, yeah. But it's <laughs> not an amazing dunk. Yeah, he had better. I mean, that dunk was perfectly choreographed. You don't think they planned that weeks in advance? No, I'm if just they, kidding. Caleb Moore against the Bucks. The others. All right. Uh, Greg, forget the other one I gave you because I like this one. Top five diamond in the rough finding signings in Heat history. Only can do five. Put them in order. Oh, gosh. This is 
this rapid fire stuff. Um, it's so hard, and Ethan's not even having to do it. So he just I know that's, right. that's, that's difficult. He's just inflicting the pain <laughs> on us. Um, let's see how this goes. Uh, okay, I put it. Put them in order. Udonis Haslam, uh, Bruce Bowen. Um, who else is undrafted, y'all? Come on, th- give me some names. Um, Rodney Magruder. No, nah, I wouldn't go Magruder. I'm I'm not good at this rapid fire stuff. Max Struess, Gabe Vincent. That those are two great ones. Hassan um, Whiteside, Duncan Robinson. No, we're, we're not doing Hassan Whiteside. Anthony uh, Carter, Joel Anthony. Anthony. I t- I'll take AC. Okay, that's fair. All right, uh, let's go with this one. Um, top. Well. I'm going to answer the top five funniest players ever. That 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 one's for me. Top five busts, Alex. Put them in order. Oh, my God. You really set me up for this one, huh? They barely have any first-round draft picks, and I'm not going to say, like, a couple of them. So, like, it's really tough at this point. Like, what do you want me to call a bust? Uh, like, Dexter Pittman? Was he, he was a first. He was a first-round pick, wasn't no, he? No, he was not. He was a second-round yeah. pick. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, we've started really great on this one. So uh, you want me to handle this one? Yeah, go ahead. First round picks that were bust. Tim James, uh, really nice guy, went off to serve in Iraq, uh, was not an NBA player. Wayne Simeon, also really nice guy, went on to become a pastor, was not an NBA player. Khalid uh, Reeves. Uh, Reeves, Harold Miner, uh, someone named Charles Smith that nobody remembers. Not the Charles Smith that got blocked by the Bulls uh, playing for Pat New York, but a Charles Smith from, I think, New Mexico or New Mexico State that they took in the first round. Martin Murasep, uh, a Pat Riley special. That was one of the busts of the first round. I'm not going to say Beasley, so don't worry about it, even though he's the highest pick one that didn't pan out. Let me ask you this question, and you got, I'm putting you on the spot here, Alex, because you didn't answer the real question. Who is a bigger bust by their draft position for what they contributed to the Miami Heat? Michael Beasley at two or Justice Winslow at 10? Easily Beasley. Like, come on. I love Bees, but come on. Justice at least was like a decent... Uh, player on winning teams. Beeves was like, you know, he was a real bucket getter. I'm not going to doubt that. Like the, the buckets were real, but it's it's just different. Like I think Winslow at least is like you could throw him into rotation and he could play a role, right? Like the Beasley thing, it's, you know, he expects more shots than he wants. And look, you're never going to hear this from me again. So savor it now. But uh, Beasley is the answer. Greg, top five. This is a good one, but this is a Greg one for sure. Uh, top five playoff games in Heat history. Oh my gosh. Uh game six against San Antonio, game six in Boston. Yep. Um, I would say that this is where it starts to get dicey for me, man. Um game, game three against five, Dallas. Game five in Chicago, game six at Dallas. And um You going with game six in Dallas or game three against yeah, Dallas? Yeah, game six in Dallas in 06. I, I would go with game oh, three. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm putting both in there. I want okay. game six and I want game three from 06. There's my five. Moving on. I have a dark horse, which is uh, game four against Indiana where LeBron and Dwayne went nuts in the second half. It was the best yeah, I've ever seen two players play together. Um, just that se- You just take that second half of game four, 2012, Indiana, without Bosh, but – but I, I, th- I think I think so. I think you've got a good list. You know, there was some really good games from the late '90s too. But no, all no one remembers it because everybody remembers the Mashburn thing and the Allen Houston shot. But Timmy's thirty-eight was oh, a yeah. memorable, oh, a, a memorable game um, for sure. But it doesn't compare. Yes, Alex. Game five, Boston, two thousand eleven. 
when yes. they eliminated oh, the Celtics. Yeah. When yes. LeBron like released all his demons from mm-hmm. it was a the great Boston game. Too. It was, it was well, he he released his demons until the finals. <laughs> then the demons oh, the, de- the demons came back game. in spades after that. That bowl so. game in the conference finals where they came back. To, no, to, he mentioned that. that that's oh, game okay. five. Okay. That, that that's that's game, game three bubble right. finals. That's all for. Hold on, now I got one for Ethan. Top five free agents or trades that didn't end up happening. Quick, 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 go, go. How do you even do that one? There are Based thousands of trades and, and, and free agent signings that don't happen on a daily basis. Well, I know. That I, gave, I gave you an impossible play. question. So you Greg, give me, Greg, give me a real one because that one you can't do that one. There's no way to do that one. Top five defensive players in Heat history. Okay, um, number one is Alonzo Mourning. Still for me. Um, I think Bam Adebayo is number two. I would put Bruce Bowen uh, likely number three, um, although his time in Miami was relatively short. Um, I know you guys wanted me to say Jimmy. I don't know if Jimmy makes the top I five. I, I can't do Dwayne. LeBron because he took he he took a lot of plays off. I can't do Dwayne even as great as a shot blocker as he was because he didn't play defense the last five years of his career. I mean, early on, yes, but um, I would say this is an un- totally unsexy pick. But I think PJ Brown was definitely top ten um, yeah. in terms of, of def- defenders. I think James Posey for a limited amount of time uh, is pretty close to this list. And but I think you got to put UD on the top five for the Dirk series alone. So I I would yeah. I would plus we got to celebrate UD this week because I I'm going with Greg's reporting on that one and not necessarily with the way that Ira interpreted the fact that uh, UD's doing his press or doing his availability Sunday or doing his announcement Sunday at his high school. I think he's going back. My opinion. I don't have information on this. Okay. My opinion is he's the type that would go back to his high school where it all started to announce that it was ending. That just feels from knowing Udonis for 19 years. That's what it feels like to me. We'll see if that's what actually plays out. Um, I, I think that's the, he would want to do it at home. He considers that home. So I, that that's, that's what I'm expecting um, on Sunday. All right, let's get to this one. I, I feel like um, I'm going to have to go to Greg on this one again, but you got to go. Oh, you know what? Let's let, let's, let's include everybody on this one. Okay. Because somebody said top five historic heat rivalries, but let's put it into context now because I know the rivalries are different for the modern age. So if we talk about, if I just say top five heat rivalries, we're going to get different answers from the three of you, I think. Okay. Greg, you would say the number one heat rivalry in history is what? Heat Celtics. You thought I was going to say Heat Knicks, didn't you? I'm the old guy. I'm going with Heat Knicks. There's nothing that compares to that, even though they've been dog bleep for 20 years. Uh, Brady, what do you got? I was going to say Celtics. There's no way I can say Knicks because I had this conversation on Twitter the other day. They were talking about like the Heat didn't get a Christmas game. Like they have to make the finals. And I looked at it and I was like, I wasn't born the last time the Knicks made the finals. They made it last time was in 1999. So the Knicks have never been relevant in my life. So I don't know how they have Christmas games. I don't know where the rivalry started. I don't know what all this is. I just know the Knicks are not relevant. So I'd say Celtics just because even to this day, everything has been Heat Celtics. You're going to say Philly, aren't you? Aren't oh, you? Oh, man. Oh, wow. You, honestly, like, that should have been my answer. I was going to say Celtics. But, you know, no, the Sixers is not a rivalry because it's like, I mean, come on. Where's the where's the rivalry? Where's the history? That team is a joke. All right, here we go. One more, and then we're going to introduce another sponsor here. Uh, you all can chime in on this one, uh, and you can probably find these on the most recent jersey. Top five jerseys in Heat history. Alex, you start. Wait, we're talking about jersey designs? Yes. 
Okay. Oh shit. Okay. I like this question. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's go with. Um, so number one is. Go ahead. Go ahead. The blue vice. I don't remember the names of all the the vice. Blue wave was it? <laughs> no. Alex. No. I wasn't even gonna go there. <laughs> gotta go black one. vice, right? Okay. I mean, the home right. reds or excuse me, the road reds are the closest to my heart because that's the jerseys that they were wearing game six in Dallas. So there's something that sticks to the gut about those jerseys. But for me, the black vice was like the dopest ones, right? After that, am I wrong? Maybe those old the black school. And the blue. I love the I can give you the worst jersey in heat history. It's not, not even close. The pace when they wore those Pittsburgh pirate looking things. What the hell was trophy no, goals? Hold on, hold on. There's a couple worse ones. The camo home strong ones that were, was bad yeah but that's for you know i mean you know what, it, no, what that was for a good cause so I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt on that we're, we're talking strictly jersey design here i think they could have done more i think the camp the actual shorts were the problem there because it was like I, i'm gonna say you know what never mind i'm just gonna stop myself right there because we're doing a podcast but the other one it was the the black tie jerseys those were pretty awful um I like how we turned the question into top five worst jerseys. We just yeah, totally no. flipped it. Okay, the other one that was going to be in my top five best are, you know, pick your – any of the 90s ones. Like, I'm a big fan, even though I wasn't – you know, I didn't watch during that time. I'm a big fan of the 90s Heat jerseys, and I think they should bring those back now that they've run out of Vice stuff and, you know, they ran out mashup and the the earlier one that Ethan mentioned, the Pittsburgh one. But <laughs> I think I think we have to. I can't believe we have went straight to Vice because I wasn't even gonna go there. I was gonna say like the white hot. I think it has to be in yeah, there. Yeah, I think those were the but best. But I think I think the black ones with the white in it. Yeah, I think those were probably the best. So with I'd have LeBron, those two. LeBron, yeah. And I'd say if we we're gonna go even older, I if I played two K with the Heat, I was go with the the retro red ones, like the old red ones. Yeah. So I think those are probably have to be in there too. I think those retros are, are all kind of like ten out of ten or close. Most retros are better than current jerseys. The Dolphins retros are what they should be wearing all the time, to be honest. Uh, all right. want to tell you about another sponsor here, and then we're going to go do some real rapid fire. I got some difficult ones for these guys. Uh, check out Better Edge. Uh, this is we, we told you about our fantasy sponsor. This is our gambling sponsor. It's called Better Edge, B-E-T-T-O-R. That's like B-E-T-T-O-R, betteredge.com backslash five reasons. This is not an app. It's actually a web-based product. You can get it right on your laptop or on your phone. And basically, again, you use you go directly there. You get twenty dollars to play. This is peer to peer betting. So this is not you're betting against the book. It's not offshore. It's not illegal. You're betting against other people on the app. It's just like you're betting against your friends. So you can find the line that you want. So say I don't know the Dolphins. I think are three and a half point favorites against the Patriots. Say you want to try to make more money on it, okay? And you think they're going to win by a touchdown or more. You can probably find that there on Better Edge. So it's a different way to play. This is our new. Sponsor for uh, all gambling products here uh, on on the network. So make sure you check it out again. It's betteredge.com backslash five reasons. All right, let's get to the rest of these here before we close. This one all comes in from the same phone number. So we appreciate these. Um, These are good. Uh, Top five defensive stops in heat history. Okay, okay, okay. So the BAM Jason Tatum block is, is an obvious one, right? And I know obviously you guys got more uh probably have more examples to name but the ones that come to mind is that one uh the d wade one from the earlier game we mentioned on game 306 when he uh stopped that alley-oop that was going to be a game winner i think to josh howard if yeah, i yeah. if i remember correctly it was just an incredible play 
and obviously the Heat were down 2-0 at that point. They were kind of, I, I th- if I remember correctly, game three was a game where they were like down 13 yep. uh, in the fourth quarter. They, they were on the verge of going down 3-0. Wade goes crazy and ends up sealing the game with that interception at the rim. Mm-hmm. Um, at Chris Bosh block. Yeah, blocks Parker is definitely Bosch up there. Block. I was also going to say another one that came to my mind just now, same finals, uh, Alonzo. Yeah, I know it's like one of the iconic ones at least. Oh Maybe my gosh! Yeah, I can't believe we didn't say that right off the bat. Also, LeBron got Tiago Splitter in a pretty oh, good yeah, way yeah. in the finals. That's five. That's, That's five. No, That's five. All right, no next five. one here. Uh, this is a good one too, and he actually gave nominees after it. Top five regular season Heat games. Oh wow! I love this one, and this one's going on the list. Every Rex Chat. Rex Chapman against the Bulls. No doubt about it. That one's yeah. it. You're talking about a, a team that won 70, what, 72 games, right? Yep. Um, and the Heat had eight players that night. They'd made the trade for Tim Hardaway and the others. Five players were coming in. They weren't there yet. <laughs> Rex Chapman scores 37 to beat Jordan's Bulls, one of the only 10 games the team lost the entire season. Uh, that one's up there. And I'll give you one more that's on this list that is for sure. Uh, the Dwayne uh, double overtime game uh, in his his 2008-2009 season against Chicago, uh, for sure. But there's some good ones that he – Yeah, uh, I was going to say, that you have to throw the other one because I, I saw the comment that D-Wade against Golden State, I feel like, yeah. has to be on there. Like, that's yeah. a definite for me. You know, you, you, know, you know why that happened? I was supposed to go and I got caught in traffic didn't make it. Go ahead, Greg. Um, I guess I'm going a little sent- sentimental here, but um... – wouldn't Dwayne's triple double in his final game? Yeah. I mean that 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 was a pretty good one. I mean, I guess was, they lost and it, the game sucked, so that's a a lead balloon a little bit. Well, how about and, this uh, one? I thought that Alex would come up. Well, one of you guys would come up with this one. Um, he had Dion's game winner against Golden State. Uh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> you can't pick no game that has was even near. I, I think a, another one would be that Hawks game where they had like the crazy stat lines. The oh. like, game with oh yeah the recent like, Bam and Jimmy had triple doubles yep. known at like thirty eight yeah, yeah that, was that the first I, Jimmy season right yep right that does um, that that stat line still doesn't make sense at all like I I feel like that does not even add up that was the Trey Young game right where Trey said it was over yeah yeah I was I was out that there. has to be in there. it was in that yeah. season for sure the other one that came to my mind just a really fun one you know out of the box was two thousand fourteen fifteen the season finale. When it was Henry Walker, Michael Beasley, <laughs> I think Zoran Dragic. I, I, yeah, I don't Zoran remember Zoran. many of the other. James Ennis was on that roster for sure. Uh, and it was just, a, a, I think, versus the Sixers. Mm-hmm. It might versus the, yes. the process Sixers. The Two teams version. trying to lose at the same time. Yeah, just in completely different and ways. The Sixers lost better, didn't they? The Heat won that game. Oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. I'm confusing yeah. two different games here because the, the one that I'm thinking of is the Henry Walker game winner. In Orlando. Yeah, which was not the that was in Orlando. The other one was against Philly. The other one was against yeah. Philly. here. Those here to me, from that season. to me, this one has to be on the list, even though um, you know it didn't have great significance in terms of changing standings or anything. December t- December second, uh, two thousand ten, in Cleveland, hundred uh, percent is by to me that's the number one regular season game in Heat history. Yeah, that whole uh, Wade Bronze series of regular season games, like you could that was well, well, it, no, it's just the circumstances of that where you know I thought I was going to die. I mean, they were throwing batteries from the top, and we, we all watched the end of that game uh, from the press room because it was getting so rowdy. 
I was talking about what that week was like the night before I went to some bars in Cleveland. And when you went into the bathroom at the bars and you went to the urinals, you could literally urinate on LeBron's face. That That's what it was like that week in Cleveland. Um, and it, it was, was one of the scar- scariest environments that I've ever seen. That is definitely on the list. But reality is you really could pick all five or all 82 from the 2010, 2011 season. Oh, yeah. uh, Cause every game had ridiculous significance. Um, so. The other one that I was going to say was, and this is what I originally thought you were saying uh, when you mentioned the Cavs was before LeBron joined the heat, when it would be Wade versus Braun and mm-hmm. they would, they would each, you know, put up insane stat lines. And a lot of those games were really good and back and forth. And obviously they were just kind of going at each other. And so I think, you know, pick one. Cause I, I think there was one that's like a standout from, from those series of games. And uh, you, one of those probably got to be in the top five, like from a showcase standpoint. Let's go with our top five funniest Heat players in history. Oh, man. Okay. Jimmy's one. You think so? Yes. That that quickly, though. Yes. It, it's, it's not all in press conferences, although a lot of it is. But to me, it, he's – I think Chris Bosh was unintentionally hysterical a lot. Um, yeah. Sometimes intentionally, I think Chris is definitely top five. I think Dion is hilarious. I know we don't want to, Hassan Snapchat. <laughs> I don't think that he found him hilarious at the end, Alex. Hassan was goofy enough to be considered. His, his Snapchat story is going to mean. Hassan was definitely funny, even if you don't. Again, like, he was accident. I mean, he was talking to Fish. You know, Mario Chalmers was funny too in his Beasley own way. Beasley was funny. Beasley was funny. Beasley was funny. I'm just trying to think of other guys that were just funny impressors, though. See um, that I've tried to catalog back and like when you think. Well, of he, here's my question: How funny did you think Shaq was during his Heat run? That's a good one. No, he's he, he's probably got to be there when it was happening. I thought he was real funny and <laughs> right. like some of it was kind of corny, but man, I was bought, bought in at that moment. But Anybody he, else on those teams? I don't think on the 2006 team there was really nobody like. I don't know. Jason like, Williams, maybe he had a little bit of. Um, well, it depended if you were interviewing Jason, then it wasn't really funny. Sometimes. Correct. Then it was just like, yeah, mumbling. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> was that Gary? Yeah. You think he was funny? Gary. Yeah. I, yeah. But, but again, Gary was kind of a little bitter by then. Um, you know, Gary in Seattle, Gary in Seattle was funny. Um, Can you be in there? UD is funny. I think. Yes. It is funny. It is there's funny. so many different types of funny on this list. That's pretty good. This, this, you this wouldn't put one. Jimmy one? I would. I mean, between the memes, between the the, the getting on teammates. Between, social yeah. media being the way it is now, I feel like ups it. Like that may have an impact on right. it. Like maybe if these certain guys back then had this type of stuff that he can do. But the fact that he actually does it and goes at people like PJ Tucker and Embiid and says the right. stuff he does, like I feel like he does. Anybody else from the big three teams? Mike Miller could be funny, but he didn't, he didn't get enough Jimmy playing commented time. on uh, Gabby Union's Instagram post before he was a Heat player? Yes. And Dwayne told him to stay time. away. Yeah, that's insane. Jimmy might be number one. <laughs> Dwayne was never that funny, right? That wasn't really no. his thing. Nah, LeBron is not funny genuine. intentionally either. LeBron is not funny, period. <laughs> <laughs> right uh all right that's a good one though I, i'm sure other people will have suggestions of people that we miss i mean they didn't have like any 
class clown. I mean, Beasley, right? I mean, they don't really bring in a ton of funny guys because funny guys tend not to go with the program, I mean, right? Wait a minute. Who are the funny NBA players? Like, who do y'all consider funny? I mean, I like to listen to Draymond Green speak. I think Draymond can be funny. Anthony um, Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards is funny because he's genuine. And there are yeah. so few of those guys at that age who are genuine. He just is who he is. You know, too, too many of them are scripted to be funny. That's the problem, right? I think Clay Thompson can be funny at times. JR. Yeah. JR was funny. J yeah. No, that's true. JR was funny. JR was, was JR still in school, by the way. Wasn't he going to college, play golf, that whole thing? I don't know. Did that die? All right. Uh, we got one more here. Thanks to our sponsors, betteredge.com backslash five reasons. Go to prize picks, use the code F-I-V-E. Uh, thanks again to our partners over at Fansided and Minute Media. That's why we're able to give you more episodes lately. Thanks to everybody. For listening, I'm gonna look for one more, one more. Let's I have see what one. else we got here. I have um, one I can throw out. Yo, go ahead. Top five most memorable losses in history. And the reason I was kind of thinking about this, would game seven this past year be in there? Or was that yes, one hundred percent yes. Allen Houston's miss, um, Mashburn's pass. Yes, those two. The, the, for the Knicks era, those are the two. Yeah. The Dallas, the Dallas loss when they won the championship on their home floor. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I thought you were going to say the one where it, it, it was uh, D Wade and LeBron. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. I got to go oh, to this. Game Perry, two. That's game hold, two. Yeah. yeah. Hold game on, guys. Two. I don't mean to go back, but it's in the comments here. This is one of the benefits of us doing streams. Perry Greenfield is a follower of us. Has Birdman. Birdman is one of the five funniest in, oh, in Heat history. And one. yes, yes, for sure. Good call. For sure. For sure. When, when I used to do, um, when I used to have to do like pregame hits on the floor with, uh, you know, TV hits with, with Fox, when it was Fox, uh, before it became Bally's, uh, Birdman would come in and like stick his face in front of me so I couldn't <laughs> do my live shoot. I was literally afraid of that person, but I actually ended up having a good relationship with him. You just had to kind of know how to deal with him. But yes, I, I would say Birdman was, uh, was top five for sure. Um, okay, so other other memorable losses. Um, I would say, man, the 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 09 and 2000 playoff series kind of you forget about them. 2014 in San Antonio, they just had no chance. Um, the Jimmy loss hurt this one. I'm calling it the Jimmy loss because it was his shot. Like that Paul one Pierce. really hurt. Yeah, yeah, I think that one. No, really not that Paul Pierce buzzer beater. The stakes weren't high enough. No, the stakes were high. As a kid, enough. for me, that was yeah. devastating. I don't think you understand. That was devastating. Like I, I thought they had a chance versus the 2010 Celtics. Could you argue though, Greg, that the losses to the Knicks? were the most gut-wrenching. I feel like those were more gut-wrenching than any losses that followed because of the hatred between the two teams, because you knew the Heat were always better in the regular season. They were there. It was a one versus an eight, a two versus a seven, a two versus a seven, a one, and a two versus a seven. And they somehow managed to lose three of them. Every I'm one hurt. of those four series went to the final game. They blew three of them in the most heartbreaking way you possibly could. I mean, those were the ones where Pat was crying and, and Zoe had to come in and tell him to talk to the effing team. I yeah, feel like no. if you ask Pat, okay, who has, I will say he has trouble kind of remembering which is which at this point because he's done this before in the pressers and he, I'm actually remembering now that's not actually the one that it was. So I think he's kind of blending them all together. But I think if you ask Pat for his, the losses that hurt him the most, probably because he was coaching, I think he'd pick the three finales against the Knicks. Uh, game seven, Toronto, 2017. That's what I was just going to bring. I, I feel, but, no, I feel like it might have because – but I feel like if they – that still hurt because it was a game seven and the fact that 
they could have competed with Cleveland. And if they didn't compete with Cleveland, D Wade versus LeBron in the Eastern Conference Finals, like I feel like everybody just wanted to see that. So that's where I kind of I, I think I would include it. Yeah, no, nah, I I could see that. The uh, I'll, you know, I'll you know what you, you know why I wouldn't say that one though before you go on because. After that game, I, w- I was in Toronto. And after that game, first thing, they knew they didn't have a chance. They had Winslow playing at, at the five at that point. Chris wasn't coming back. Bosch, there was a lot of tension between the team and Bosch's camp at that point, um, a lot. I don't know that Whiteside would have been back for the start of the next series, and that mattered, actually, in the way that they were going to try to play. And I just remember being in front of Dwayne's locker, and it almost seemed like Dwayne was just okay that the whole thing was over with. It just, he just seemed, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think that team was cooked. Like I, I know a lot of people look ahead and say they're like, okay, they would have challenged LeBron because they were the best matchup. Yes. If Chris with Bosch was healthy, but without Chris Bosch, they weren't, they weren't beating that team. Anymore, without so. Bosch and Whiteside, they, they would have been, they had no chance. They, they, they had no chance, no chance at all. Um, what was the other one, Greg? I'm sorry. No, I just, I have to throw in that although the, and I was sitting in the arena for all f- all of those Knicks losses by the third one, you had no soul essentially as you sat there and glared at Clarence Weatherspoon. Um, But when they lost to the Mavericks in 2011, because we had been so cocky heat fan for so, and like expectations were so high, you had this world, like every, everyone hated them when they lost. I can honestly say that that was probably one of the, the most dejected moments as a fan. Because you kept waiting for LeBron to figure it out, and it just wasn't going to happen. That, yeah. and that, that's also where he like did, that. well, that's also where he did the press where he told everybody to go back to their, you know, crappy little lives, you know, and then you know, and then he got a media trainer that off season. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. By the way, another suggestion on somebody who's funny, uh, Damon Jones was funny. That was uh, that's, that is a good one. Damon Jones was funny. Um, I, I actually gave them the nicknames. I actually gave him and Shaq the nicknames uh, Dunky and Shrek, which they took to. But oh. <laughs> no, because Damon Damon used to follow him around. Seriously, like, and there then they started calling themselves. They started calling themselves that. You, I mean, you have got some fortitude calling him that. That's <laughs> insane. I like Damon. I will. Uh, he does look like him though. <laughs> no, he would just stand behind Shaq the whole time yapping. I mean, he's, he's exactly That's not like what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what he did. Um, James Johnson is funny. I okay, I'll give you that one. These some of the other ones that are coming in on the comments. Throw the comments up here. We'll just we'll just we'll end with this again. Thanks for sponsors. Lance Stevenson. What about Lance Stevenson? I don't know about anything about Lance Stevenson. Well, Lance Stevenson blowing in LeBron's ear was funny. Uh, Biombo cooked them. That's right. They they made Biombo about seventy million dollars oh. with that series. Mm. Oh, this is good. We'll finish with this. Ready? Yeah. Top five random scrub Heat killers. Ready? Wayne, Wayne Ellington's on the list, even though he went to the Heat. Right? We agree with Wayne. Jamal Crawford is who I nominate. Crawford. He's not a scrub. He's not. Oh, a scrub. oh yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> He's not a scrub. You can't. You can't do. That. I mean, not that Wayne's a scrub, but it's not the same. He's like, Jamal Crawford won six Man of the Year awards. You can't. Gary do that. Neal. Okay, uh, Malik Monk. Mm. Gary Neal's on the list. So, uh, Gary Neal. Terrence Ross has. To. Terrence Ross. <laughs> Terrence Ross. Uh, what's What's Buddy from the last series that we just lost? Um, White. Oh, Prade Pritchard. No, 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 not the no, White. White. Ish Smith is great. Ish <laughs> Smith is great. That's that is like that is definitely Jordan McLaughlin because he didn't he like get a contract because of the one game against Miami. Oh yeah, really- but he. But here's the other one. You have to put this guy on the list because this came up the that first year where everybody 
rose up against the heat. Like even Millsap hitting the threes was totally weird. He never hit a three before that game. And then he became a three point shooter. But the one I always remember is John Henson, who was a big on Milwaukee. He had like 22 rebounds against the heat. And I remember LeBron came in two days later, looking at the statue. Like he actually pulled it out on his phone and he goes, look at this MF. He had 22 rebounds against us. And he just had no rebounds in the next game. He said, everybody does this bleep to us. Uh, so I'm putting John Henson on the list. Yeah, Malik Monk plays like Kobe against the Heat. That's I know. Trust me, I know. I got a lot of heat for that one. Um, are we missing White. one? That's who I was trying to think of. Derek White. Too. Garrison Matthews is a good one. It was one game though, right? It was Derek one White's game. Player. It's mostly. not like Ter- Terrence Ross is an okay player, but it's just like there's certain. He's one of those guys that every it's single great. game, you know, he's dropping 30 against the Heat and then missing all seven threes the next night. Oh, we got some good ones, though. Some it was like points. that entire Magic roster, because like Fournier, Ross, Vucevic's not a scrub, but he would yep. kind of be in that room. Brent Forbes is a good one. Um, Bellinelli, not so much a scrub, but he had big games against Miami. And Ilya Silva, not a scrub, but also had big games against Miami. Oh, he's so and good. yes, the Michael Carter-Williams game. Yeah. He won Rookie of the Year off one game. <laughs> That's pretty much what he did. All right. Thanks, to everybody. Um, hope you enjoyed this. We're a little looser tonight. Check out all the episodes on the feed. We'll be uh, we'll be with you guys all summer. And if you want to participate in this stuff and give us ideas, um, go to the Five Reasons Twitter account. I have it pinned. You can sign up for our Off the Floor feed. Have a good night. Someone said, someone said JJ Berea. He wins. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network.